Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast. I am finally deciding to do one of the, more of the uh, advice podcasts because I figure I haven't done this one yet. Might as well. But anyways, welcome back to another podcast on the the Forsaken Teens. And in the last episode, I talked about how my social life went extremely downhill. However, like I said, the good news was though that my life is pretty much back in order. I have no don't really have an issue with the flow of life. It's just the social part that's kind of stopping it. And today I'd figure I'd talk about how do you know if somebody doesn't like you? And now when I was actually, I was doing a little bit of research because I don't know everything. I Some things I do borrow from the internet. This one is the most I've used. Like all the relationship advice was all from, all from personal experience. But with this one, I use the internet. And like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. There was about, I think... I think there was about 15 things. Yeah, there was about 15 things that shows the friends didn't like you. And 13 out of 15 of them, everybody has done to me. And are still doing to me. 13 out of 15. The only one they didn't do was they don't accept your friend requests or follow requests. And I didn't include... Which, there was another one. Oh yeah, backhanded compliments. Because I don't think anybody does that anymore. At least where I'm at anyways. And regardless, they pretty much do. But everything else, though... Oh, and they can't take a joke. I don't think I've done that one. I didn't add that one either. Because there's th- there'll still be people who do like you, and they still can't take a joke. So, yeah. So, obviously, we're going to start off here with definition of dislike we're going to start out with, which basically is feel the... Feel the... Uh, dis- oh, my gosh, if I can talk. Feel this taste or... Hum- Humilitary. See, I can't fucking read today. Towards someone. Basically just feels distaste towards someone. Definition of a friend is a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Take out the last part. I just looked it up on the dictionary. <laughs> Say the least. So yeah, that's kind of the default thing. So yeah, we had a refresher of definition of a friend and dislike. Now, basically, we'll just go off here. Like, what are things people dislike? Well, it could be certain foods, it's videos or shows, games, stupid things, animals, sports. Everybody dislikes something. There's not you. There's you can't say one thing that you don't dislike. And I'm gonna try to make this long. It's probably gonna be long. <laughs> and I want to go into the signs that people may not like you, because, I mean, this is quite obvious. I just good enough I can't think to talk about like I said when I was reading through it really shocked me because like fucking 13 out of the 15 things people are doing to me right now and it's making me want to take a hard look at my life who knows so yeah number one they keep shutting you out with their body language which I don't see it quite often it's more of just socially people have done it to me all the time Ethan's done it couple people at work-ish has kind of done it. It, it, Basically, you just kind of know. Like, if they're kind of moving away or kind of just, like, avoiding eye contact, kind of moving around a lot, yeah, they don't... It's kind of a sign they don't really like you very much, which is... I can't really explain that one, honestly. And you, you're you're getting an awkward vibe, which meaning when you talk to... When you talk to someone, things get off track or sometimes... When you try to start a conversation, it's like you're forcing it. It's just like you're f- forcing um, 
CP, not CPR, but like, you know how you electrocute your heart? You're trying to get it to run even after you're dead? Like, all right, yeah, it'll beat, and then it'll stop. You'll shock it again. It's basically just like you're forcing the conversation, which as a result kind of tears it down even more. It's like if you're forcing down a wall, like you're tearing something apart, but you're forcing it, like you're tearing it as hard as you can. It does more damage than good doing it going down this route or if you notice and you or you don't notice and you still keep doing it it's going to result in them like not wanting to be around you at all i've i've had way too many people do this to me all the time i still try my best too but if they don't i just kind of just accept it and just move on number three your conversations never go deeper than the surface that's happened to me too many times then again sometimes there might be some people who aren't comfortable talking about it but then again friends are supposed to be there for you certain topics i understand there's boundaries i get that but like if you're talking about even like something wholesome and you want to go into detail they'll kind of just cut you off or they'll kind of try to switch to another topic like i said meaning when you try to go deeper in the topic asking for help or etc or responding with the topic they'll either respond stop responding to the topic choose a different topic or they'll stop talking to you basically which adds kind of awkwardness Mainly people just kind of just stop talking to me or they'll just kind of switch the subject a little bit, try to get me off track because they do that all the time. I always catch on because I always bring them right back to square one. But, well, it depends actually. It depends. It, it, it depends. Sometimes I just won't try. Sometimes I will. Like I said, this is the number one key too, I guess. Not number one key, but it's like the top three. If like if you're noticing, like if your friend back in the day, you guys just have deep conversations all the time and all of a sudden, boom, they don't. For example, Luca, for instance, we used to be, we used to go so deep in our topics, it wasn't funny. We would used to send paragraphs, but as time progressed, it kind of just, we didn't even go deep at all. He kind of stopped talking to me. I, I blame him. Part of it was him because he stopped talking to me ever since he had a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever. I don't know. This LGBTQ thing is confusing the hell out of me because people say, I identify as a, a male, but you're actually a woman, but it's like. I don't want to go deep into that, but it, it, it confuses me sometimes. Just the typical boyfriend-girlfriend thing confuses me as it is. All right. Oh, that was number three, not whatever the number I said. Number four, they don't want to touch you. Uh, now, what I mean by touch you, not inappropriately. It's more like ha high fives, handshakes, you know, the bro hugs, you know, the bro handshakes. Now, I personally don't care about this one very much. There's people, plenty of people who fucking treat me like a damn virus it's like they don't want to be around me otherwise the social status will drop or they, they, they just feel like i'm contagious with the disease and if they touch me they're gonna die basically like i've had people like say out loud in my face like now i get it i respect people who don't want to be touched now i'm talking about inappropriately because that's just rape at this point i'm talking about just handshakes all that because i met one person actually veronica at the time the first time i met her was um during art class, and I was trying to do a handshake, and for the longest time, I was trying to get her to handshake, and it was like an awkward 30 seconds. He's like, don't touch me. He's like, all right, well, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Well, at the, then again, we weren't friends at the time, so that makes it understandable. But like I said, just people in general who would basically treat me like I'm a virus. Just, yeah. Don't worry, I'll eventually do a face reveal where, you guys, where all of you guys can truly show. But FYI, I'm probably going to, as I'm thinking about, I'm probably going to remove the subscriptions. Oh, one thing too. What I've been noticing. 
Unfortunately, folks, I will not be having any ads anymore. I won't be making any ads anymore. Why is that? Thanks to Spotify, you have to have an eligibility criteria, meaning you have to have at least 100 Spotify followers and publish an episode in the last 60 days, which that I, I agree with. But with the uh, f- 1,000 followers, I only have... It says I only have 10. Oh, 10 in the, uh, in the span of 50 days. I have 41 yeah, if you guys didn't know, Spotify bought Anchor, and now Spotify kind of runs. Anchor is no longer Anchor. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. So thanks, Spotify. This was the one podcast uh, one podcast platform that I actually generally enjoyed. Am I going to leave it? No, because I still have all the features. There's the only thing I can't do is record ads, so it's whatever. Sometimes I get lazy with it anyways, but that's besides the point. That's the one thing that kind of pissed me off, too. It was like, are you fucking serious? Can't record ads, so no more funny ads. Might be a blessing for you guys. It might not be a blessing. No, I can't make money <laughs> off here. It's still, I mean, at least it still kept my current balance at $15.35. I still have that one subscriber. Thank you. I might disable it, but if, if I feel like I disable it, it's probably going to permanently have me not do it. I'll probably just switch back to listener support. So if you guys want to donate something, feel free to do so. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. Anyways, number five, they don't appear to be listening to you. This happens every day. This happens every day with me, all the time. I'll be trying to talk to somebody. They'll be, eh, not giving a care in the world. The one thing that pisses me off the most is every time when I have a conversation with somebody, somebody will barge in and boom, they'll immediately have a conversation and cut me out. But whenever I try to do the same thing to them, they completely ignore me. Ethan has done that to me so many times. We'd be in a conversation. We'd be talking, somebody would barge in, he would start a conversation with them, cutting me off. Every time I try to join in, join in, it's like I'm a fucking ghost. It's like they do, it's like I didn't exist from the beginning. You guys have no idea how much that hurts. It hurts a lot if nobody like listens to you. Or like they'll listen, but they won't care. It'd be like, uh-huh, yeah. People have done that to me so many times. Hence, why do I why I just, I completely stop venting to people? I stop telling people about my personal life because nobody cares. Why waste my energy telling people about my issues when they're not going to put in the time and effort to give advice, help, or even just comfort the situation? Answer that question. Number six, they always make plans with other people and not you. This is every day with me. Every single day this is with me. In all fairness, I'll give some credit back in the day I didn't. I kept I kept declining. The reason why I kept declining is because all they did was illegal stuff. And every time I hang out with them, nine out of ten times, there would always be cops involved for some shit. Even if it's something minor, it's like, like speeding over the speed limit. It's all the time. I mean, nowadays, if somebody ever asked to hang out, I'd be like, sure, whatever, go ahead. But, like, it's something I'm not a big plan of. And not to mention, every time they do want to do something with me, I just, I either, number one, just had a rough week at work and I want to relax or number two I don't have the available time and uh, number seven they constantly disappoint you now I decided to copy the entire paragraph of what this represents because I think this makes uh, this this is more understandable if I say it and I already love the first sentence anyways friends are supposed to be there for each other I love that sentence already so basically they mean the meaning of the constant disappoint you. Friends are supposed to be there for each other. When you make plans with friends, you expect them to carry them out. 
Sure, people are going to have emergencies some, uh, some time to time. Someone may get sick. There might be a family emergency. The car might break down. These are all reasonable causes and reasons why somebody might not be able to hang out with you at the same time. These issues are not going to... These Oh my gosh. These issues are not going to be wise constantly or arise constantly. Basically, they're not going to happen all the time. If you found out that another person always appears to cancel on you after you've made plans, this is a sign that may not like you. People do not want to create awkwardness or confrontation, which at that point, come on, just say it flat out. They're probably not going to tell you that they don't want to hang out. Instead, they're going to make excuses in order to avoid getting into an argument. If you find out that the individual constantly lets you down, he or she probably doesn't like you. In this situation, you should probably stop setting yourself up for a disappointment. The other person isn't going to make the in effort to spend time with you. Exactly my point. Why put effort spending time with somebody if they're not going to spend it back with you? Then again, that bounces right back at me, if that makes sense. Constant excuses all the time. I've only had a couple times. The only person who's really turned down me hanging out with them was Renee when we were dating. That was the only that was the only person who really turned it down. Otherwise, it was mostly of me because, number one, I wanted to actually relax because I had a really busy week. Number two, because I never had time. That's why. Or number three, I just did not want to do illegal stuff, to say the least. But no, I really like that paragraph. I, I really do because it makes total sense because people do it all the time. Number eight, they only reach out for you when they need something. Very familiar. It feels like something I used to talk about all the time back in my day. Using how if anybody uses somebody, they can burn in hell. I remember that clear as day. I wonder how big those waves are. Oh, yeah, they're pretty big. <laughs> Sorry about ear raping. Jesus, these waves are off the charts. But, yeah, basically, if anybody's just basically using you for stuff, just leave them. Don't even. Because they're just trying to milk you with money and everything. Like, the only time... Like, Carson even had the fucking... Car, like, I can... Carson can even relate to this one. Because he's one of those friends. He's kind enough that he can... Well, sometimes buy you stuff. It's most frequent than other friends. But I got to the point with him... When people would only want to hang out with him... If he buys them something. Personally... I don't care if he buys me anything. Frankly, I don't want him to. When I have the opportunity, sometimes when I'm feeling spicy, not spicy, but for example, feeling extremely hungry, I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll take something. And it'll, it'll never be something extremely expensive either. It'll be kind of whatever. And I'll even apologize too. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to waste all the money off you. And he's like, you're all good, which, yeah. Like nine times, like I'd say half and half. It's like an even half and half. I don't ask for anything. I usually never do. He usually brings it up. But yeah, there, it got to the point where like nobody would want to hang out with Carson. Or at least some people wouldn't want to hang out with him unless he said he'll get you something and be like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, they can burn in hell. And number nine, they never initiate you a conversation. Oh, initiate a conversation with you, meaning you basically do all the talking. They never want to start a conversation with you and you find yourself always starting a conversation with the other person. At that point, you're burning out your energy and you're just exhausting them. Folks, if you really don't like somebody, just be flat out and say it. If they're going to argue with you, that gives you a perfectly good excuse to leave. But don't it doesn't mean give a bullshit reason either cuz that cuz then I have no sympathy for you, but if it's a legitimate reason, go ahead. But if it's a bullshit reason like I just don't like you, you're just ugly or blah blah blah, like something stupid like that, yeah, you're going to be you're going to be getting the death stare. But like I said, just don't do this because 
Yes, it might be more painful at first, outcoming. However, in the long run, you're saving yourself a lot of exhaustion. You're saving them the, a lot of energy. And the confrontation goes down to zero because you already used it already. All right. Yeah, number 10, they, the smile they give you is not genuine. I don't usually get this a lot, but this is like the most, this is like the classic move. It's like they smile. I do it all the time with Dakota. And yes, I do some of the stuff with some people. Like with Dakota, though, he hasn't aged. I don't want to sit by somebody who constantly like talks 99% of the time. I never get any words of it. Expects me to know everything what he talks about and constantly talks about the same topic all fucking day every single day. If you if he sat in a room with him, he would keep going and going and going and going for hours and hours and hours on end. There's been a point where I was on like on a 3 or 4 hour phone call with him. I think a little bit more than that and that's all he did. It got to the point where I had to pretend that the phone was low battery because we used a landline at the time because you can't charge a landline while you're on a call just to get him off the phone because otherwise he wouldn't. He would not get off the phone. You had to make up an excuse like that. Now, there was legitimate times where the phone was low battery. Now, I'm kind of putting myself in a bad situation, but whatever. Number 11, they don't immediately text you or, or fail to call you back. This happens to me all the time. Frankly, I've been doing the same thing. I'm not going to lie when it comes to texting back. I've been doing the same thing. But then again, in the past recent years, since nobody's ever really been texting to me, I never felt, I never, I kind of lost that addiction to respond. So sometimes it would take me forever to respond back to somebody. It's, it's, it's the fact I'm not used to people texting me anymore. And frankly, I prefer calling. Fail to call you back. The only person who's really done that. Was main is again Renee. I think Ethan like a couple times. Actually, actually, I take that back. Feel uh, doesn't text you back. Ethan has been doing that a lot to me lately. He's been also did it to Zach. Like I'll message him. He'll read the message and he'll be he won't respond back. There is no excuse not to respond back if you look at the message. Like it will say message was read. There is no excuse not to respond back. It's right there. Yeah, sure. Maybe you have to look at it quick and all this stuff. I mean, you just read it in the notifications. But if you're on there, you might as well respond. Unless you're absolutely busy. Which I guess I get. Yeah, this happens to me all the time. And number 12. Constantly moving away from you from or during a conversation. Doesn't usually happen. Typically, it, I don't know. I've done this before. But it's usually because I have to get going for somewhere. So I try to walk away and then they keep coming close. I was like, dang it, I just want to leave. But I don't want to be disrespectful either. I, I I can't say for experience, but I think people might have done it to me before. I just never noticed. I don't know. I never really noticed anybody doing it. But actually, that's fake news. Unessa's done it. Then again, I don't, really, I don't know. I consider her as a friend, but I don't. I'd say neutral friend. We only ever talk once a day for like three minutes and that's it. Not even three minutes. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes she doesn't even say anything at all. Every time I see her in the hallways, I always and I always catch her like looking away immediately. Now it is not a sign of a crush. A sign of that being a crush is when they look at you and then you catch them seeing you, or vice versa. You'll, they'll, they'll look at you and then they'll look away. But every the moment like a millisecond she see me, boom, look away and like it's like all right, whatever. It doesn't bother me, but I notice that a lot. Now, we're going to go to the stages again, folks. Remember these? It's been a while since I did these. I miss doing these. The stages of friend decay is what I call it. Now, here's the thing about these stages. These have no mercy. Pretty much don't ever get on these stages at all. Stage one is the only safe stage. Every other stage, it sucks you in faster and faster and faster. 
Stage one, which is dry, which is the most common thing. It's the stage where friends are kind of apart, less active than normal, but they still hang out. The most common, it's the most common. Everybody goes to the stage every once in a while. Basically means that if you hang out with somebody a bit too long, you kind of take a slight break, but you still hang out a bunch. You still talk a bunch. Everybody goes through this and comes back. It's normal. But once you get to stage two, though, which is stale, now this is when you're in a lot of hurt. Because the one thing about these is it is almost impossible to get back up to square one. Unless you absolutely changed, you ain't going back up. You're just going down. So, like I said, that's the one thing I ever do. If you ever end up in this, at least in the friend decay, don't ever get past stage one. Otherwise, you ain't getting out without help. Because to this day, I'm still stuck. I haven't had any help getting out of the thing. There's some times, though, where people will talk to me more, and some days they won't. Sometimes, uh, I don't know. Anyways, stage two, stale. A stage where um, friends uh, kind of find you stale in a sense, almost like you're changing, or you're just not as funny as they used to be. I know the feeling. And they hang out with you basically gradually little. They don't hang, you, hang out with you as much anymore, and you're not exactly in the middle of the conversation anymore. You're kind of in the parameters of the conversation you're basically at the edge of the friend group in a nutshell basically if you're in this stage you're kind of screwed is what i said stage three which is rotten you basically went from decay to rotten you're kind of that rotten friend that nobody wants to be around you're basically pushed out of the friend group you barely get people to talk to you, you hang out about once a month they really only talk to you if nobody else is around that's happened to me too many times and frankly i've done that to people before but i haven't done that since middle school Basically, talk to you if no one else is around. Even then, it's not super fun. It is not super fun. Once another friend comes around, they'll completely cut you out. Just like what I said about Ethan. He used to do that to me all the time. Frankly, I sometimes feel like he only is friends with me so he can use me to get the girls. Because he's done that before. Every time I'd be around hanging out with him with a woman, he would like insult me and just kind of be a dick. That way, he would look better in front of the female. He's, and there's times where he don't constantly take pictures of me on my foot, on a snap to send to his store. People do it to me all the time, and I don't know why. Could somebody tell me why? What is the fun in it? I don't understand what's funny about taking pictures of somebody random. Now, if it's intended to be funny or stupid, I understand. But if it's just random out of the blue, it's like, why? What's the point? What do you? What, what is your initial goal here? Trying to make yourself look cool? Trying to start a conversation? I I mean, like I said, I tell everybody this is, feel free, take as many pictures as much as you want about me. I notice every time somebody do it, does it too. It's the number one thing. It's like in my top five thing, uh, list that pisses me off because people have been doing it to me so much. And this is, go ahead. I, I don't, I don't see how funny it is, but as you get older, you'll probably realize yourself, man, I'm a dumbass. Like I'm just, I was so immature or you might still find yourself, find it funny. I don't know. Stage four, which is garbage. No, you're in the, you're in the kind of the dumpster. You're basically a waste and you get sucked into the void of the friend group. So basically stage four and five. People only talk to you if they want to use you. Otherwise, they find you they find you toxic and not even close to being fun to be around. Now, like I said, this is the worst, almost the worst case scenario. You're kind of just done. The worst case, I don't, I've never exactly. Now, when it comes to stage five, depending on how bad you are, you most likely won't be into disease. Because stage five is disease, which is basically no hope. You completely soiled your reputation. I've was only a disease on Discord. I've only ever been on, but on stage five when it came to Discord, because nobody ever wanted to talk to me. And every time I would join a server or join a VC, everybody would leave. 
I had to start a whole new uh, identity, but even then I soiled that one too. So yeah, this one's like the absolute worst case scenario where you're just fucked. I'm sorry, but you're fucked. Stage five, disease, no hope. You are disease. Your your personality, they believe, is basically spreading to other people and is exhausting them completely. So they completely abandon you. They're extremely rare to talk to you. And again, the only time they talk to you if they need you for something, which that is also extremely rare. Otherwise, they just try to avoid you as much as possible. And they'll take that opportunity to make fun of you. As you go down the stages, you're kind of less protected by friends resulting in them making fun of you. Then again, welcome to the antisocial life, folks. You get used to it. Once you abandon social media, it's not that bad. It really, it's not. You just have to find more things to do to occupy your time. But like I said, the worst case scenario is stage five, and it's not like you're going to get plunged down in there unless you absolutely sold your reputation. Otherwise, you're most likely going to be on garbage. And now, how to make things better, which I should probably take some of this advice. Don't insert your dominance because sometimes people, because like I said, don't take full control into the friend group because what if they don't want you to be in control of the friend group? Because that's going to affect a lot. Uh, kind of match their personalities, like maturity, for instance. If they're mature and you're not, of course, they're not going to be accepted. But if you like mature up, talk about similar stuff that they do, or talk, in a mature, talk about mature topics, they might accept you. Don't be rude or judgmental. I need to work on this one. Quarantine yourself, basically, to recover. Basically, just, like, avoid friend contact for a couple days, weeks, months, until you fully recover, or hang out with a whole new friend group until you recover, basically. However, if you do hang out with a new friend group, chances are you might be stuck in that friend group. You might not want to leave. Don't be greedy. Common sense. Don't use people, and don't be negative. Whew, I need water. I'm throat's getting a little dry. But, folks, yeah, I hope this slightly helps. I'm sorry. I, I could have gotten in more detail, but I didn't. I didn't. I kind of lost track of being in the mood for quite a while, but I wanted to get this done. Hang on. Well, yeah, I hope you guys did enjoy this little advice. Hopefully this helps. Maybe you guys have experienced this before. Maybe you guys are stuck in hell just like where I'm at. If you are, welcome. <laughs> like I said, when unlike everything else, you need somebody to help you out. You, you just do. Because otherwise, you're kind of not going anywhere, to say the least. Now, I just want to quick I'll leave a quick update, folks. I still have two podcasts to upload as of right now. And unfortunately, I will be taking a long break from the teen podcasters, even though it seems like I've done this before. I do this all the time, but I need to because I'm, I don't know. Everybody's just, like I said, as usual, just kind of just been avoiding me. And I, and there was a one conversation I was having with Zoe a little bit and it was just like, yeah, I need to take a hard, good look at my life. And that's what I'm going to do. So you might not see me until I post the graduation special, which is actually in like a month or two, actually. It's coming up here. So, yeah. Otherwise, like I said, if Carson still have access to it, he'll probably upload something. Otherwise, I'll upload two more podcasts, and you probably most likely won't be seeing me until the graduation final. Like I said, I apologize, but like I said, everything's just going downhill, and I just can't do it anymore right now. I can't. I'm staying strong, but I can't do it. Like I said, if you guys, don't forget to share this podcast with everybody else. If you enjoy this, um... 
well, most of my viewers have are now zero through seventeen and eight, eighteen to twenty-two. It's a straight fifty-fifty. Oh, that's bullshit. All this is male. Whatever happened to my female viewers? <laughs> Maybe this one's more accurate. It's probably what it is. Anyways, don't forget to leave a voice message. That way I can promote you in the next episode. Or if you don't want to, just say so in the voice message. Ask a question, anything like that. Email me. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out my radio station if that's still even active. I don't think it is anymore. But anyways, hope you guys enjoy. And you guys, good one.